are listening to an unpopular podcast. Another sitting of the Thing Committee, Australia's definitive authority on things. Introducing your hosts, Josh Withers and Steve Mulk. Welcome to another edition of the Thing Committee. This is Josh Withers, Steve Mulk. Hello. We are the only committee not shut down without the government, which is really good. I just thank you for your support, Mr. Abbott. Um, of course, today we're discussing things. We are Australia's most definitive authority on things. As always, you can let us know a thing to be decided at uh, the website thingcommittee.com. And as always, as well, we have guests with us today. It's important guests are fun because the Steve and Josh show is not that fun. Well, you know, the survey says it's not that bad, but you know, don't don't take ratings for their worth, Mark. Wait, my world's exploding right now. <laughs> Mick Nevin, hello. Yay. Yeah, hello, Josh. Hello, Steve. What hasn't been said about Mick Nevin, Josh? I've got a list, but I wasn't going to bring it out. He's got a third leg. He's he was once the Prince of Borneo. Once. But then I got out because I sent someone an email saying, you know, I have a fortune to get out of Borneo. And luckily they were able to help me. That explains your whole exodus to Mulvania. That's right. Keep some of the uh, money in their bank account, which was very helpful to me at the time. And I'm that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Justin Hamilton, ladies and gentlemen. I I, I was the one who got the email and I thought, oh, he seems quite sweet. And I reckon I can help him out. Here he is. Been friends ever since. Yeah. (laughs) Who says the internet doesn't bring people together? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm all for it. I'm I'm, I'm helping heaps of people out. That's what I do. That's what I call Thursday. (laughs) It's kind of like coming to America. Yes. The Hamo story. Except it's Borneo and Hamo was already here. Yeah. Very white bread. But apart from that, very similar. I'm looking forward to Sony Pictures picking this up. It's going to be a hit. Coming to Australia. Coming to Australia. The gritty reboot don't. We're not going to yeah. go down that path. Maybe they'll get Vanilla Ice to play me. Oh, yes. <laughs> like in a, in a gritty reboot, kind of like uh, Sylvester Stallone and Copland. Yes. This yes. will be, <laughs> he'll play me in this movie. Well, it's good. He's not doing much. He's renovating homes. Yeah, right. That's all he's doing. Yeah, this, will, this is going to be big. Like this is going to give him Eminem cred. Yeah. Well, Eminem would technically have to be the Arsenio Hall character. Yeah. So, Without a doubt. You bring those two together, oh. sparks are going to fly. Wow, that would be pretty awesome. Is Vanilla Ice renovating homes? Yeah, yeah, Vanilla Ice, his life now is hosting a reality show in the US where he renovates homes. Just so you know, Malt, this is the first time anyone on the planet Earth has heard about this. Are you serious? Well, it's probably on TV, but I'm sure no one's watching. I'm assuming this is when everyone found out. It's like, up there with like Stephen Seagal is a cop. Years from now, people will say, you know, I first heard about that Vanilla Rush. I love it. First heard about it from Oak on the Think Committee podcast. Look, I'm a, li- I'm a lover. I'm a giver. That's I, the way it is. I reckon uh, Vanilla Ice sounds like a, a horrific new drug the kids are taking. And maybe <laughs> what they do is they, they pop a couple of Vanilla Ices. Mm. And then suddenly they're, they're tripping out and they think they build homes. <laughs> well, it, it's almost like the vanilla Coke of ice. Yeah. You know, like it's a different flavour. Like, oh, I'm going to try because I like new things, but it's shit. Yeah. Like my, my fantasies just aren't 
that much better. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, I end up playing a lot of uh, amateur football. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The kids, the kids that are out there taking the Sir Mix-a-Lots, they're only sort of up for about a minute and then it's just a really big downer. Oh, you know, terrific. every year I can, I can count the, the dip, like the, the definitive, the worst points of my year is when I accidentally buy a vanilla Coke. Like, yeah. Oh, hey, 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 hey. No, 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 vanilla it's, Coke it's is a blessing from, from the, the, the it's, Coca-Cola it's company gods. It's from here. I'm quite into the vanilla Coke. Mm. Like, I don't drink that much Coke. I'd rather snort it, but I... Uh, <laughs> just a little joke, uh, wordplay, kids. Um, <laughs> and a sponsorship opportunity. If you yes. do have Coke for sale, 1-800-HAMO-TIME. <laughs> yes, let's get this party on the road. 600 mil bottles only, thank you. But uh, if, uh, if I do drink, uh, uh, if I do have a Coke, I, I quite like the vanilla. It mm. reminds me of uh, brown creaming soda. Yes. Which, which what's great about that is when you drink it, you can literally feel it rotting your teeth. Mm. It's amazing. Yeah, the acid in that is hard. Yeah, you have two a year and, you know, it's like getting a chemical peel on your teeth. Yeah, you start to look like you're from Alabama. Exactly. <laughs> the, all, like all the band members or... <laughs> Oh, okay. That's fine. We've I'm with you. No Alabama fans on the ride over no, here. No. Jesus, tough crowd. No, yeah, tough wow. crowd over here. I used to drink vanilla Coke and rum. That was my thing for a while. They bought out the vanilla Coke, and I thought, you know what? I'll try that with a Bundy. See how that goes. And it, it worked? It didn't yeah, work? it did work. But oh, you, man. you've obviously given it up, though, Mick. Yes. Because... I woke up to myself for exactly those reasons Hamo mentioned. <laughs> yeah. this, I don't think drinking this shit is good for me. <laughs> not, not, the Bundy. The my <laughs> not the Bundy or the vanilla Coke. Yeah, you, what you want is a sugar rush when you're really drunk. Just, uh, <laughs> so, you know, when your body's trying to make you pass out because you're about to cause damage, the yeah, sugar's yeah. fighting back and you're like, no, I don't need to sleep. That sugar rush is handy when you're punching on with yeah. your brother. The yeah. energy fuels the anger. Mm. Yeah, when you're kicking the shit out of a pasty. <laughs> Mid-battle, it's like, just need that second win. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, the uh, the worst thing would have been ordering it at bars because they don't they don't normally have uh, vanilla cokes. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, I'll have a vodka and snowdrop. <laughs> <laughs> Can only get that with our, with our kids' meals. Do you guys sir? have any vanilla coke? Vanilla. Oh, oh. oh there goes my night. You can never get a vanilla coke. Alka pops. What a raspberry lemonade. <laughs> fire no, engine. No one wants oh, that. fire engine. Florange. Fire. Engine. Fire engine. Oh. See, I, I just don't know bar culture. I feel really left out now. I'm feeling isolated from the rest of the podcast. Oh, wow. You're... You don't know what a fire engine is. Is a fire engine still a thing? It would have uh, to be. Someone would drink it. It might be called some other fucking thing. Yeah, no, I've, I, it's still a thing. Without a doubt, I've mm. seen someone drink one recently. Yeah, without yeah. irony. Did they call it a fire engine? or was No, it just they a... called it a raspberry and lemonade. Yeah. I said it a fire truck, and you could see someone who's obviously ordered a lot just got a bit more joy in his life because now he didn't have to say raspberry and lemonade. He just walk up and go, I'll have the fire, fire engine. Yeah, well, there's no, there's no masculine way to say raspberry and lemonade, is there? But there's, there's none. So hang on. A fire like, engine... I love Prince, but he could not do it. <laughs> so a fire engine is a raspberry lemonade. So it's not a raspberry lemonade with a vodka or something. It's just a fire engine. Maybe that's... Because um... I don't know. Well, that's I'd... a vodka fire engine. Vod- yeah, well. that's a flaming fire engine. <laughs> All right, watch our bars hidden tonight. Um, shall we decide some things? I'm with it. Was that a thing? Well, uh, I thought that was a thing. That's a good precursor thing. I want one. I want Still one. a thing. It's a thing. Definitely a thing. I've, uh, I've got a thing to bring to the committee to be decided upon. And uh, 
just to give you the lead in, my wife recently went to the Beyonce concert. And just if you, if anyone is man or female, then they're not going to be misogynist. If you want to go to to a Beyonce concert, there's there's optimum times to purchase tickets. And those Ottoman times are not two days before. Um, <laughs> the, the the ticket prices apparently goes up quite a lot two or three days out from the Beyonce concert. So, uh, so they were expensive to start with those yeah. tickets. Yeah. So yeah. is that like is going buying a Beyonce ticket? Is that like catching a plane? So if you book six months out, you get the. Well, I believe so. Well, Booking like, yeah, a front seat flights. on the plane, <laughs> front seat. like up the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know we um we sold the car bought Beyonce tickets and uh, <laughs> and it was it was a positive experience for her and her girlfriend to go along to and it was great and uh, she gets back the next day and she's all excited because she's she's Miss Independent and she's I don't know. she's very excited and she's at work telling everyone that she sees she's seen Beyonce and the world's the best thing ever and uh, one of her customers at work she works in a makeup place and uh, the customer says oh Beyonce's in the Illuminati. I can't believe you went. What? And questions, you know, why should we go? And and then the girl, because today, not only have we got the internet at our fingertips, we've also got, if we, if we want to prepare resources, so say screenshots, photos, video, audio, we can have that at our fingertips on, on our iPhone. So this girl's got a prepared, almost like a, like a message. A dossier. A dossier, yeah, yeah, um, of, of, of uh, Illuminati proof photos they've got they do hand signals there's there's oh. the all seeing eye there's different logos there's there's goats heads and the bras and and, and she's uh, got a, she's got like a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> she did. on Beyonce's <laughs> Illuminati she status. Did. Yeah. Wow. Have you um, seen the light? Here it is in my presentation. Yeah. Beyonce's in the, loom, the and, Illuminati. And look, my wife is a beautiful, intelligent person, but she's 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 deviated off that track just slightly for a moment because this girl's gotta believe in that the Illuminati is a thing. And I wanted to bring that to the committee and just find out. Because I I don't believe it is. Are we still recording? Yeah. yeah. What this happens? This thing shuts down mid podcast, then the Illuminati is definitely <laughs> If you only get a half of this podcast, yeah. they've got to us. Right now, somewhere, a bell is going off, and people are like, fucking Brisbane, Queensland, milk. Yeah, yeah, there's an albino racing to towards get, we're us. We're about to get droned. <laughs> Why is Tom Cruise at the front door? <laughs> I, a lot of shit. I, just, I just want to get back to the bit where your wife has a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a very open relationship. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's very healthy. I can help. And Beyonce tickets. Congratulations. <laughs> so, so, Justin, you've been fairly quiet. Are you in the Illuminati? Yes or no? No, I was uh, honestly thinking about your wife and your girlfriend. <laughs> uh, that wasn't a joke. That was a fact that accidentally blurted out. <laughs> the, laugh, the laughing is harder and longer because both Josh... Well, obviously, Josh knows his wife. I know his wife. That would not even enter her sphere of... Like, it's not always, even a joke. It's always the ones you least expect. Oh, for oh. sure. I mean, yeah, I remember you when hope. I was in college. Yeah, you, you definitely hope. Mm. <laughs> you don't want it to be the one that you expected. You just, <laughs> oh, well, well, why did it take you so long? Yeah, but when you, they, you least coming. expect it, you go, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, I've got a new though. story. The surprise bisexual partner is a winner. Yes. Well, mostly. You know, except when it isn't. Well, yeah, except when, when you know, your, you, you, your partner, male partner, uh, if you're a female, talks you into having a threesome and then he gets his mate to come along that you didn't expect he would invite and they go at it, leaving you out of it and then it ends with him punching you in the face and him getting arrested. Which unfortunately isn't a real life story from Mulk's life. It's actually from a Daily Mercury article. article in the State article classy, Mackay. Yeah, go Mackay. 
But the, the Illuminati, I feel like we've deviated off it. Are, you, are all of you guys in the Illuminati? No, I'm not. And we've just deviated off the conversation. What are a we, load of shit. Seriously. No, well, I don't know. Like, you, no one wants to talk about it. Are I, you guys in the Illuminati? I think the Fess Illuminati up. is real. They're not actually living up to their obligation. Like, this, aren't they supposed to be creating some sort of new world order and... Like apparently Barack we could, we could do with it Barack is at the forefront of that apparently really yeah. he's Illuminati yeah, yeah, yeah who yeah, else totally. tell us who else is in the Illuminati Jay-Z Jay-Z's in the Illuminati so three African American people are in the Illuminati <laughs> this is sounding very <laughs> it's suspect to start with the, right? no but the good thing about the Illuminati is that they're uh, terrible uh, right wing capitalists who are trying to control the world but <laughs> within their own ranks they're quite progressive yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're very inclusive you know <laughs> So, you know, like Hitler was a vegetarian. That's all I'm saying. Like, there's things around about these stories. There's gay marriage in the Illuminati. They're yeah. cool with that. They're cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Just not freedom. Beyonce yeah. is one of those surprised bisexuals. I mean, if we're just going to defame her entirely, let's do it properly, right? So she, yeah, one night, hey, Jay-Z, let's, I'm going out with my girlfriend awesome. to see... All of them. Yeah. Whatever she wants. Pretty much. She's fucking Beyonce. Is the Illuminati anti-Jew or they are they Jew? Well, from what I, I... I've done a little bit of research by what I... Uh, I'm, I'm, oh, here we go. I've, I've, yeah. I've done yeah. a little bit of research now who's and suddenly the, the door's going to bust open <laughs> and I'm going to be caught in a spray of bullets <laughs> as an innocent bystander. I never met him! <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it was started in Germany in the 1700s. Now, I don't know how anti-Jew... Some sections of the Germanish, German 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 um, German subculture were at, in the 1700s, so we're you know, 200 years ahead of the World War. Um, but it was started in Germany, so that was the that was the the, the starting place. That was the home. The, the 1700s was a notoriously racist time, though. Jews were getting persecuted in the 1700s. I've got no, no idea. I, were, were they? Sure the Jews the would tell us that they've been persecuted their entire lives. Isn't that what the um, part of those? Southern white, you know, the damn Jew and the Illuminati are trying to control everything. Is that oh, what they say? I think okay. so. Oh, that isn't that what Westboro Baptist Church is about? The anti-Illuminati, they're just anti-everything. Mm. But certainly, they, they would they would blame the Illuminati as are the gays, the Illuminati. Wow, wow, wow. Well, that explains... as I said, they're quite progressive. <laughs> <laughs> it explains how well organised they are, and that they look fabulous. Yeah, check Beyonce. Check Jay-Z. Barack's never looked bad. Check. We know, I think we need a few more names. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's got to get deeper Barack, than that. Beyonce and Jay-Z isn't quite Oprah. Enough. Oprah has to be in it then. If that, yeah, that's where we're at. I reckon like... Siri, who's in the Illuminati? That's worked really well. Siri. Let me check on that. Okay, I found this on the web. Okay, um, who are the Illuminati? Oh, at jesus-is-saviour.com. The definitive Rep- Reputable. On uh, who's in the Illuminati. Apparently the royal family is. Ooh. We're busting this shit wide open. Fucking corgis. Oh, holy shit, this thing's just got real. <laughs> Many of the Illuminati, apparently, are homosexuals and pedophiles. <gasps> because that makes them much easier to blackmail. Oh, God. Um, George W. Bush is just a small fish in the global empire of darkness. Um, but his father, George H. Bush, is a, far, a higher up on the food chain. Is, does anyone know who Alistair? Alistair? It's like Alistair spelled really weird. Crowley? Alistair Crowley? Oh, uh, Alistair Crowley. Yeah, Alistair, yeah. is it? Yeah. The world's most wicked man. Yes. And he ate the feces of women. Yeah. 
um, during uh, tough initiation. <laughs> like you know, well, you well, think yeah. twice. To be honest, I'd be like, it's taking bronzing really... to a whole new level. <laughs> yeah, I've been training my whole life for this, but you guys have uh, thrown a wow, curveball. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I want to hit. <laughs> That's quite the initiation right, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that would be the moment where I realised that I was so glad that I'd uh, learned how to moonwalk because I would just slowly <laughs> moonwalk out of there at such an imperceptible rate. It would be like I was there and then yeah. gone. You guys are going to know it. Hamo's much smaller than I remember. Have you lost weight, Hamo? Hamo! Oh my God! Hang on, this is going to blow your mind. Oh yeah. The CIA, yeah. the FBI, and the Equator are all in the Illuminati. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. This is it's all falling into place. You know what I would love is if uh, the Illuminati were uh, revealed and uh, they ripped the mask off the head leader, and it was Corey Feldman. Oh, imagine yeah. this, this whole time Corey Feldman was the head of the Illuminati. Be beautiful. Yeah. It would ex- Elvis. It would explain the the black hair and the brooding look that he seems to have maintained yeah. since teenagerhood. Yeah, <laughs> it would be when, phenomenal. It would be like that ending would be uh, held up there with the end of the prisoner. That's uh, <laughs> people would be debating what the fuck did that mean for I'd, ages. <laughs> I'd go into hiding. People would be so angry at me. I, I postulate that every celebrity that comes out for the Melbourne Cup, they're in the Illuminati. No doubt. Have to be. Yeah, half the horses. Definitely. You can't be definitely Illuminati. The horse that got put down at the Melbourne Cup, not in the Illuminati, and that's why. That yeah, it was they were gonna expose a lot of it. Fuck man. We've gone deep. When I was uh, when I was doing breakfast radio, we they had an election and regional breakfast radio and we thought The best kind. Whatever, we'll just get some uh, we'll get the candidates on and you have to give if you give one person an interview, you've got to equal time. You've got to open the floor to everyone, otherwise you're breaking the law, right? Broadcast laws. So we had this guy in from <laughs> the Liberal Democrats, I oh, think, or no. the National, like a fuck, one of those splinter elections. Oh, the CEC, the Citizen Electoral Council, they're great. The Man. terrible <laughs> fuckwits party. He was like, oh, he was horrific. 75. If he was a day, he was this old, angry dude, and he just awesome. sat down and he just started. We go. So what? What are you? Uh, Plan, you know, what is your party bringing to the table? And this guy goes, the first thing he said was, well, the international bankers and the Jews are ruining this country. And that's... <laughs> that is wow. my jaw hitting the floor. Wow. Wow. Like, so that's code for Illuminati, isn't it? He's, he's, yeah, he's wow. anti-Illuminati. That was so that's obviously why you cut him off. Yeah, well, we Dump button. You dumped him, didn't him, you? You've got to give him his son. <laughs> How much of the vote did he get? Like uh, you know, half a percent or something. It was man, but still, and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's well on his way to being Clive Palmer. That's still money. You get a dollar for every vote, or you get money for all the votes. So. No, only if you get more than two percent, you get a dollar or two dollars. Oh, really? Vote. Yeah. Man, that makes me want to go into politics. Mm. It's a good money, Anna. I could, uh, I just, I could just make so much. What well, uh, if you could, Twitter, if, 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 if you could be in the, <laughs> if you could be in the middle ground where like you get above two percent but below the majority, yeah, you know? just in the middle, just always hovering. Five, five point seven percent. The Pauline Hanson zone. Yeah, yeah, the is what you're talking zone. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bit where I get just enough votes that I make enough money to cover my costs and live off until the next election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need $400,000 worth of votes. 100 grand a year. You make that work. I'd be comfortable on that. Yeah. Just be a perpetual candidate. Do you have to pay tax on your money? I don't Probably. think so. Surely not. No, no. Well, hang on, it's about politics, right? Hell no. 
No way you'd be paying tax on something to do with politics. Because that money all goes to the Liberal and Labor Party as well. They're not going to start taxing their own money. No. True. I would just say no. I'd just turn my musket on them and fire. (laughs) (laughs) Get off my property. I declare this the official kingdom of Hamo. Yeah, no, it's going to be Hamiltown. Because we're living here in Hamilton. <laughs> Every time you go to the website, you just hear that as the as the opening. No, no more, just that bit. He, Hamo would be the country and Hamo, Hamiltown, the, the capital. The capital. Yeah. 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 Right where my heart is. There's no coins. <laughs> There's no coins in the country of Hamo. It's because even like the, the five cent pieces are, are bills just so you can spray them. Just, yeah. yeah. Just lay them out. Just. You can also pay people in high fives. <laughs> High fives is currency. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Yes. I, yeah, yeah, I'm yes. ready to be like the mayor of Hamilton, just yeah. to be a part of the country of Hamilton. It's great. Like, Paying uh, people in high fives. The weird thing is, is that uh, it's very liberal, smaller liberal in its mm. uh, policies, and <laughs> uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, vegan food and animals roaming free, and uh, a lot of uh, entertainment and theatre, and it's a lot of culture. But uh, the the one setback to Hamilton and the and the country can't be possible, of Hamo, not yet. It just can't stop declaring war against places it can't beat. <laughs> <laughs> Probably two a year. So you you effectively constantly at war with China, yeah. America, <laughs> America, Russia, yeah. Clive Palmer. It's effectively yeah. a hybrid of like North Korea and Tasmania. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we've got propellers, and so we we just have to keep floating around so people stop firing oh. at us. And the weird thing about Hamilton is that it's actually controlled by a secret society of wealthy elite <laughs> yeah. who just manipulate the levers yeah. of power. It's Call- eleven yeah. different versions of me. Yeah, because yeah. I cloned myself, and they're called the Will Illuminati. Because Will's got to be involved. Oh, in oh this, yeah, right? yeah, 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 for sure. Well, he's got his own Will Illuminati. <laughs> Mine's the Hamonati. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Where the hell, Mo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the Illumo Homo. It's just a five piece dancing troupe. <laughs> Maybe the Illumo Hamo. Is, uh, oh, that's the splinter group. The costumes are very nice. Oh, they're amazing. I, I love the formal wear of uh, the country of Hamo. Yep. A lot of black. Yep. Robes, that capes. Be, that yep. would be the best thing about a secret society, would be designing a costume. Have you seen yep. the, yeah. the Raelians? Have you seen those guys? No, I know of them. I haven't seen the. They have got some sweet costumes. Go get it in any bag. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to sign you guys. The, the, that's that's an awkward way to bring it up, up but it's right. worked. I've got a pen. I didn't even hear what you said. I'll sign. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it. Sweet costumes. Well, yes. yes. I'll join. But I, you have to eat shit. Female shit. I wouldn't eat anyone's shit. I'm not queer. Oh, <laughs> Oh no! Reasonable. I'm, I'm, I like the argument. Mi- oh, mix weird. on radio. <laughs> <Being interviewed. laughs> so, uh, welcome to Dubbo FM. You think the state might have to? Uh, what were your words? Eat shit. Half a percent of the vote. <laughs> That's right. Now we'd like to cross live to the Minister for Defence of the country of Hamo, Mick Nevin. Mick, what's yeah. your t- what's your? Oh, take? that's the reason you're just fucking picking fights all the time. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm too busy having a great time. I'm not really noticing. Everyone hides it from me. I'm a terrible okay. king. Like, uh, I, I think everything's perfect all the time. That's right. People, people no one's starving in Hamo though. Hmm. Everyone's fucking eating like a like a person deserves to eat. Yeah, they're enjoying life. They're enjoying life, but just now and again, missiles come towards us and we have to get the propellers going and 
Move. Drive to another country. Well, what's life without a challenge? You know, if you don't have yep. those challenges, you know, the wind up against the trees. Yep. You know, you, you don't grow as a country. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what we can do is we can shape shift the uh, the country so then it just fits into another <laughs> part of another country's geography. <laughs> you know what I'm imagining? What was that? Who's that painter? He um he used to have a gallery in Service Paradise. I think he's seen it. In a Ken Duncan. Well. No, no, no. Is it Ken Duncan? No, no. He Ken does. Uh, he does Ken Duncan. <laughs> It, 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 with the with the balloons, Ken Duncan is that? <laughs> is it? I don't know if you're joking or if you're serious. Is it, is it with the balloons, with the big hot air balloons, and, he, and, and all the paintings? Ken are Duncan. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I like playing with these guys. <laughs> Normally, it's me against the world, but this is fun. <laughs> Hot air balloons. Hot air balloons. <laughs> Nothing. Paint. I've got. Who uh, are you talking about? He's a famous Australian painter, and he does all these paintings of like. So it's the Sydney Opera House on a hot air balloon floating over Paris and shit like that. So like world landmarks on a hot lake have been hot air ballooned up, and there are around like the, the world. sky whale, like that, but different. So they've effectively uprooted the Sydney Harbour. Um, so it's the the Sydney Opera their, House is a balloon. No, no, they've put a balloon on top. Oh, okay. So a balloon picks up a landmark yeah, yeah. and floats it somewhere else that it's not... He's get just, out. Yeah. And in every painting, there's a naked guy, but that's just a side You're shift. talking about Ken Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so right now. I don't know. He's the landscape. But anyway, He's that's the my balloon idea. guy, right? <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I have no idea. Do you have mates? No, Dunker. It's in his Spencer tunic phase. Yeah, he's Dunksy when he does uh, stencils (laughs) outside. Dunksy! He's he's out. He's the uh, he's the a Banksy cover artist. Yes. Have you been keeping up with? Oh, just it's just finished. October was Banksy's tour of New York. Yeah, yeah. The stuff that he did was amazing. Yeah, I think I like the um, the animals or the Muppet animals in in the the slaughter meat truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I, I, there was a um, he set up a waterfall scene inside the back of a truck in like Harlem or Brooklyn or something somewhere and, and like it, it, every day he would post a picture and, and there you could find a number and get uh, like the, the audio background. It was his tour, so you could ring up and listen and he would someone would tell you about what this was and what it meant and his thoughts as to why it was happening or why he did it. This beautiful working waterfall and jungle in the back of a truck. Has anyone seen Banksy? Is he still unrecognised? Yeah, there was that one photo. He was his truck broke down, and and he's on the phone. Apparently, it's Banksy, but just like all good photos of Bigfoot and and all that, it's, it's grainy, it's grainy, blurry from it a distance. It looked like the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, the, but they did that, and then uh, like two days later, um, he posted a picture of a GPS, and it was like, and I, by the way, whoever put this on the truck, we found it. It's now on, you know, the underside of a delivery vehicle that's running around Jersey. <laughs> Just like so perfect. All of the gorilla stuff that he did was brilliant. He set up an art store, like a, mm. a sidewalk thing that was selling his original work on canvas that he'd done one day only, and it was just some old guys hocking it, and it sold like four pieces. Yeah, well, like seventy dollars each or something. Yeah, how would you be if you walked up and you bought this thing that looked like a Banksy? For 50, 60, 70 bucks. Yeah. And you'd got home and then realised it's a real Banksy. Yeah. What would that painting be worth? Fucking heaps based on what he sold all his other work for. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine it'd be worth... Uh, more? Would it be worth more than a Ken Duncan piece? A Dunksy? Dunksy? Surely not more than a Dunksy. Can what you imagine? Fuck? Nothing costs more than a Dunksy. <laughs> can you imagine when Ken Duncan undergoes his Banksy phase? 
the Dunksy phase, Dunksy. and he goes like to Auckland, and he just goes around taking landscape photos of Maoris in inappropriate positions yeah. and projecting them onto like the walls of buildings. You know, and here's like a, a man and wife having an intimate moment in their backyard, just projected onto the wall of the Bank of New Zealand. I think man, that is that Dunksy. That'll Dunksy. be that'll be cutting edge. That'll be Dunksy's uh, Brian Dun- Eno Berlin trilogy phase. <laughs> That's that's how people look back at that. So I can only gather that the Illuminati is real, and you guys are all part of it. Sort of avoided the conversation. Oh, I hope it's a thing. It's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Definitely a thing. Definitely a thing. Done. Deal. Mick, have you got a uh, thing for the committee? Not yet. I'll come up with something shortly. I've got one. You, Justin. Justin. Uh, Is this a thing? (laughs) I've been waiting to say that all day. Um, uh, People who kind of claim to be big fans of things when they're and they're not really fans. Oh, so, yeah. you know, people who kind of... Um, I'm, I'm thinking of someone specifically who... By the way, if, if I'm really into something and I meet someone else who's really into that same thing, I think that's great. Yeah. I, but you know how some people find it to be a little bit competitive? Yeah. Oh, I'm into it more than you. No, oh, fuck you. Yeah. I'm into it more than you. And I never get into that. Uh, so if someone uh, claims to be a big fan, that's uh, something I'm into. I'm stoked. So it's an affirmation, you know, like, I like the XYZ club. But you oh, like well, it's it not even It's not even uh, affirmation. It's more a case of uh, you just get to talk about it. Mm. <laughs> and you know that the person you're talking to isn't going to think, fuck, he's still talking about that. <laughs> so, um, so this uh, friend of mine who uh, is a big David Bowie fan, and she talks about how, um, you know, talks about him constantly, talks about the influence I know exactly on, who on the career. About. And, uh, you know, it, it's very much in her DNA. And then so I was uh, really looking forward to talking to her about stuff. And I would bring up things and she wouldn't know what I was talking about. And I, it wasn't like I was saying, do you know China Girl? Of course. And even mm. if you're not a Bowie fan, you know the song China Girl. But it would be the equivalent of just bringing up something that's kind of like the next rung down. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. How good's uh, the song The Motel? What? You know The, the Motel off Outside Album? No? We, whereabouts is it? Uh, it's about track six. Oh, no. And then, oh, okay, that's no worries. And then you move on to something else. And that happened like three or four times. And I suddenly felt offended <laughs> because it's like, what the fuck? You're not a fan. Like, you're, you're, you're a kind of fan, but, like, I'm the fucking Uber mm-hmm. fan here and it's not a competition, but I won it. I won it and that's <laughs> the main thing. But is that a thing to kind of be, you know, you, you, you declare your undying love for something and realistically it's only a quarter of it that you're into do you think she was or whoever whatever sex the person, person. Is, uh, do you think the person was confused like that they, they you said david bowie you know they heard you know, ken duncan ken duncan, <laughs> ken duncan. <laughs> like, I, thought, I love him too it's yeah. kind of the whole like, i love you I, I love youtube you yeah know? yeah yeah maybe yeah. it was like uh, i said bowie and she thought i said donkey yeah yeah yeah, yeah right. easily confused it is and easily she's confused. Going, why are you talking about the song motel Mm. Ken Duncan's a painter. Yeah, yeah possibility. Yeah. He painted a motel once, carried by air balloons. Yeah, in uh, turquoise. It was a horrific mistake, and it pretty much ended his career. Lots of poles holding it up, though. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, is it, but it, also, I feel a little bit bad because just because uh, you can be a fan of something, mm. and it doesn't mean you have to be at the same level. Yes. But the way she's talked about it yeah. is bigger than me. Yeah. 
And so it's like, hey, fucking, would you love something? Like, one of the things was she hadn't listened to the latest album that came out, oh, like man. about six weeks after it came out. And I and I, she says, I just haven't had time. I've been working on my show for the festival. It's like I was in a fucking war zone, <laughs> holding my iPhone up, downloading that fucking album. <laughs> That's how committed I was. I was in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. High yeah, quality Kandahar <laughs> downloading. Bombs going off. Hamo's got his earplugs in. <laughs> Thanks for coming back, Dad. It was fucking great. That was well, just your special place, though. That's what that one. Yeah, I was be. walking through the mines. Everyone screaming, "Get down!" Get and out like, of that yeah. I've got a visual of you bronzed up, but you know, with the um, yeah, yeah. Well, but without any context for anyone else, they're thinking, "Why does you? Why are you imagining him with the tan?" <laughs> <laughs> I see, Why not? We'll just leave that one there. I see that a lot with television shows where I... And I, I don't profess to be a fan of all of television. I see it and I understand the canon. But there are only a few things that I could zero in and say I am fanatical about these things or these shows or these writers or things. Um, and uh, particularly came to light uh, with Breaking Bad finishing mm. this year where an amount of people got on board for just the last season or the last bit. Mm. And, you know, you're having conversations with them about, oh, did you see the Breaking Bad finale? Yes. Great opener and an easy middle ground for people to sort of collect on and we can have a conversation. And you start to weed out the people who just kind of wait in a bit and the people who are, you know, the five and six season fans. Mm. They've been in the whole thing. And then there's the people... Oh yeah, and I was really good. I liked, I liked when, um, uh, yeah, Walt in the car with the snow. It really reminded me of that thing that happened in the first season. What? Yeah. <laughs> Are you just kind of connecting something that didn't exist to invest yourself into? Yeah. The the, the fanaticism, or did I miss something? Yeah. Because that because I'm I try to be very polite, and I start to sort of self doubt and think, well, what the fuck. Did, and I'm racing through season one. No, 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 that wasn't... It's something... And I had to say, what What are you talking about? What, how have you made this connection? Oh, maybe it was season two. Right, there's your problem. If right. you're then going to say, this has got this massive uh, you know, connection across the season, does this. And if you think, oh, no, maybe it was for something from the second season, you're making shit up. Yeah. And I can't abide people. I'm happy for people to say, I don't know. I'm yeah. happy for people to, to come and say, I really like Breaking Bad, but I only saw bits or I, you know, it was in and out or something, something. I didn't like it. Fine, have your opinion. But to say that you're in and you're a fan, but to be making stuff up to, to just engage in that conversation or involve yourself, ingratiate, be the bigger fan, yeah. bullshit. Oh, uh, yeah, it's annoying. Can we take a step aside for a second? Have both of you guys seen Breaking Bad? You're in? Yep. Bre- yeah, yeah. You're in Breaking Bad, Lane. You finished? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hamo's definitely finished yeah, it. Yeah. I've heard his rants on it. Um, uh, so, uh, so, final episode, snow on the windscreen. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard the theory? This, it's just a fan theory. So, you know, oh, hang no, on. Is this the Norm MacDonald theory? I, I don't know who, whose theory it is. But just the theory is that the from that moment on, because um, the police, you see the police lights. Mm. That from that moment on, it's all it's all a dream. Yeah. Um, yeah and that's... and in reality, he actually gets arrested. Yeah, that's whatever. the Norm Macdonald theory, and that's bullshit. <laughs> no, but uh, well, this will blow your mind. I was talking to Richard Fadler mm-hmm. yesterday, Clang, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fadler was uh, telling me that um, uh, someone he works with is uh, became good friends with one of the head writers oh. for Breaking Bad. And that in a very early draft, mm. uh, that's exactly what happened. He died wow. in the uh, 
died in the in the in car, the and then the last of it was almost you know his fade to black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's his fantasy playing out. Wow. Um, that's it's such a it's such a tough uh, sell to do. Um, and then it was all a dream yeah. because like because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know one of my one of my pet peeves is uh, people who watched the lost finale and hated yeah. it. With the, and that bit I'm fine with, but I'm honestly saying at about a 99% strike rate, they get the ending wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they were dead all along. No, but they were all dead at the end. No, but that's not what happened. And then you explain to them, did you watch the whole season? Yeah, and it's like, nah, this all happened, and then that, and that explains this. And it's like, they look at you going, it's, what? What are you talking about? What were you doing while you were watching it? It's mm. all there. So it always drives me mental when they... Uh, uh, if you don't like it, that's fine. But don't like it for the right reason. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I'm with you. Look, I, I enjoyed... That's, that's racism. That's <laughs> racism. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, don't, don't, yeah. don't hate someone because they're black. Hate them because they're a fuckhead. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter what skin colour they are. Yeah, yeah. Right? Don't say Asian drivers are shit. Say yeah. that drivers are shit. Drivers are shit. Yeah. yeah. Just trying to help the world out. That's good. That's good. Mickey, uh, are you a big fan of something? Like, what's your thing that you, uh, you know, number one like on Facebook? You know what? I if I had to pick a thing, I would say Lord of the Rings. Cool. But, um, no, I, and surprisingly topical in 2013. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just sort of a general wash over many things rather than trying to dig too deeply into one thing. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick something, it would be Lord of the Rings. If I'd gone on Einstein Factor, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You're not going to go out and cosplay as, like, Legolas or anything? No. So you're not going to Supernova this weekend? No. <laughs> no. There, there's no Lord of the Rings. Oh, no, Dominic Monaghan. No, they've got the... Um, or they've got, from The Hobbit, they've got the uh, two um, little people that aren't little. Uh, <laughs> two well, well, no, so this is the thing, because we, we had them in the studio yesterday. They're, in the movie, they play... Um, Elves. Hobbits. Hobbits. Dwarves. Hobbits. So, I'm, so I'm so not in the Are you talking universe. about The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings now? Oh, the ho- they're, they're in The Hobbit. The Hobbit they dwarves. Play dwarves. Yeah, dwarves. But, so, but they're not dwarves. So no, they're no, they're sh- very they're tall, normal humans. Yeah, they're normal yeah. humans. And they, they put fat suits on them and camera angles and shit. But yeah, so they're at Supernova. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. FYI. If yeah. No, I got angry. <laughs> I got a, when I went, to, the, uh, when I went to, to watch Lord of the Rings at the cinema on the, you know, the first day I was out and stuff, the first Lord of the Rings, mm. and then some lady took my... She, I went to get a chalk top because I got in early to get a good seat mm. and then had the time of, right, if I go and get my chalk top now, I'll be back in time for the yep. start because you don't want to be sitting there for 15 minutes while your chalk top melts. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to start your chalk top before the film starts. And I had my drink in my I'd drink holder. I'd try to finish holder. it before I get to the seat. <laughs> I had my drink my drink holder and I took off and then I got back and some lady had sat in the seat next to me and my wife was in that other seat next to me and she'd moved my drink over to the other side, <laughs> right? And I'm like, what are you doing moving my drink? And she, she stood, she made this thing, she stood up and she points down and counts the seats to me oh, and then wow. points down and counts the seats to her. And she goes, I believe that's my drink holder. And I'm like, what the hell? It doesn't make any difference. I could count from that way and it's mine. It, it, my, mine was there first. Look, don't worry about it. Like, this is a, yeah, mo- yeah. This is a massive moment in my life and I'm not going to spoil it with you fighting over a drink cup holder, right? I don't want to play psychologist. I feel it movie, was ruined. Then all through the movie, she talked and stuff. She goes, I don't believe he could do that. Oh. I don't believe... And she, she wouldn't just, have made the first half hour with me. I would have punched her in the she face. Was just, and I'm like, just going, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then right at the end, when Boromir is getting killed yeah. by the orcs, she's just done this big huff and gone, oh. 
Oh my god. As if he wouldn't be dead by now. And I've just gone, excuse me, he's a prince of the Dunedin. (laughs) Like, not an ordinary man. Are you stupid? Like, as if a A few arrows would kill a prince of the Dunedin. (laughs) Fuck. Whatever. I love how nerdy you just added yourself to me. That is awesome. But still with a slight hint of, I'll fuck you up (laughs) on a crowbar. That is great. You should do that on stage. Uh, I reckon that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, I reckon that's properly like, you know, performing it in front of people. The attention to detail yeah. is what makes it hilarious. Yeah, the counting of the, the cup holders. Yeah. How, how? Oh, yeah, but knowing that wow. he's the prince of the whatever lavas. <laughs> yeah, you would not know that if you weren't a fan. No. I, I love the juxtaposition of uh, the... Uh, like looking at like fine art and being the kind of the worst person to be talking about it. <laughs> fucking look at that! That is fucking amazing, isn't it? Shazza! Like, no, look, Shazza. look, look at those. At that. Look at those fucking letters. They are fucking perfectly formed. That says something about the human fucking condition, and it <laughs> makes me feel fucking great about life. And sometimes you can feel cunted, but this is fucking great. I love it. Have you guys been to Mona in uh, in Hobart? The is a museum no, of haven't. new, old and new, old art. new art. Yeah, have no. been there. I have not. There's um because I'm in no way an art fancier, but yeah, I don't mind looking at shit. Um yeah, I'm I'm Bazar and Shazza. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I in no way can I judge, and so I won't. I'm just like you know, that's you put some shit there, and that uh, that's it's great. I didn't put any shit anywhere near this. You're doing pretty good, and you're in a Mona building, which is apparently a really great escapade. But in Mona, there's a um there's actually a mechanical. I don't know if you, it's mechanical, electronical. A man-made digestive system. Oh right, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. So it's it would it would fill it would actually be as long as this uh, unit we're in this this uh, this room. Simply because of the intestine length. Yes, yeah, a big big drums and fucking it's gurgling and it farts and it shits and it. So it's actually digesting things. It. Yeah. So they mm. put food in, and the local chefs make food for it. And so today, Chef Josh has made a barbecue sandwich and. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, barbecue sandwich sounds all right. Yeah, wait, wait for that to come out a day later. Oh, uh, oh but let me clarify: is it a Heinz barbecue sandwich or is it like a ready? No, I'll go Heinz. Yeah, yeah. It's none of that shit. It's not, it's not a shit. Uh, sandwich. Oh no, no, there was down there was there a Tassie. It's a food capital. They'd be making their own barbecue down there in in, in Hamo Town. It's <laughs> there's, there's there's a brand That's what we of barbecue all eat on sauce Saturday. that I haven't been able to find for years, and I think the brand was Bar. B letter B Q. All oh, right. Oh yeah, it had it had like the pretend basket at the bottom. Yeah. I look like no, no, no. no, no, no you not, had the not, embossed. That's the, embossed the eater. Basket. That's the eater barbecue yeah, sauce. Yeah. That's that's, right. that's the one that Ken Duncan make. Yeah, <laughs> that's some good shit right there. This stuff came in a glass <laughs> bottle. Was all, can only ever buy it in a big bottle, but it was. It had a. This is going to sound horrible. A particular tang of apple that I just really loved. That was if I had to pick a barbecue sauce, that was my pick. Yeah, the it's one with vanished. the tang of apple. Yeah, yeah. Because like all barbecues have got all sorts of shit in it. That sounds like a great 80s band, doesn't it? A tang of apple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go and see Tang of Apple tonight? Who wants to go with me, guys? Yeah. I don't like their music very much, but the bass player's hot. <sighs> I was actually picturing myself not as a gay man then, but as one of the women from Human League. <laughs> So I don't want anyone to think I was being uh, uh, camp then. I was trying to be a woman. Yeah, you and the brunette, by the way. Yeah, I was yeah. a brunette in Human League, oh, I was good. imagining no, myself. No, I, I could then. see that. Yeah. With glasses and the two-day growth. Yeah. I look exactly like her. 
To come back to being a massive fan of things, I'm, I'm going to go into bat for your friend that's a Bowie fan, allegedly. Uh, An allegedly alleged Bowie, Bowie alleged fan. Alleged Bowie fan. Wow, we are aspersions <laughs> cast. Well, you know, trying to find things to connect with people today is hard. This is, this is the end of the sitcom, by the way. <laughs> the moral part moral. of the story. <laughs> and I just want to set the scene. Like the the chandelier that uh, I'd spent the episode putting up has yep. collapsed yep. on the glass top coffee table that mm. yep. Malt you saved up all your money yep. to buy. It's something you've been looking for for a long time. The the kitchen has uh, run out of power halfway through. You cooking a turkey mick that you have been yep. working on all <laughs> week, and you've just been so excited. And just when it's on about the stuffing four days this ago. is our yeah. Thanksgiving. Episode. Yeah, just as about to Tang just of get there. Sauce. Yeah, <laughs> just as it's about. So we're all sitting around, just really fucking depressed, and the credits are about to go up, and then you walk in yeah. and you give us this. Yeah, yeah. What Some... was the question? <laughs> well, uh, the, being a boy, I can't remember the question. Yeah, is it a thing? But yeah, sometimes it's hard for people to connect, and you're like, I, I hear that Justin's a Bowie fan. I just want to connect with him on a deeper level. Then, hey, on good, good, hello, good. And I want to connect with him a little bit deeper. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in the bat for Bowie. and like, oh, fuck, he's asking questions now. Shit, I was just going to say I was a Bowie fan. Yeah, but be no, 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 but no, but the, the problem with that scenario is I'm the one asking the questions because they've said that they're... A massive Bowie fan. So mm. it's not... It's not... I'm the person trying to make the connection. Mm. They're the ones ah. telling it to the rest of the world and I just ah. always sit back and go, oh, cool. And then you talk to them and you go, you don't know anywhere there as much Maybe as you can try and have more, like, uh, some more shallow <laughs> relationships. So try not to go too deep with people. <laughs> wow. Look, when you find people of your tribe, when you find your kindred true, spirits... True. Yeah, all I'm saying is I'm the fucking king of that tribe. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I've got my not Bowie underwear on. Not yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we've got the king of fucking Bowie over here. We've got the king of bloody the Dunedin over here. No, I hear him. I'm like fucking Rocky. I don't really want to fight. And then I get the taste for it for getting so close. And I just dominate fucking <laughs> forever. I, I can't. <laughs> I, I, hear, I hear the pain because I, I, love, I love fans. I love people who are passionate about things that are willing to, to express them. And we see it at things like Supernova where, you know, cosplayers go to that, that length of making or buying or dressing up, do whatever they do to, to be, you know, I am. Um, Shira, I am a Gamorrean guard. I'm more power to them, you know. The guy from Halo. Look, knock yourselves out. That's awesome that they're that keen and that connected that they've found their tribe and they want to be a part of it. But there's nothing worse than uncovering someone who you thought was part of the tribe that's kind of infiltrating. See, yeah. I reckon if I mean, you were to walk down to the RNA showgrounds right now, 49% of the people in that building are just like tagging along. They just want to be a part of something, I reckon. Yeah, no, yeah, but I you agree. can tell because the the silver parts of their costume is just alfoil over cardboard. Yeah, well, someone's just turned up wearing some Groucho Marx glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. right. Who Every, are you? Um, Groucho Marx, you idiot! Like, <laughs> there's someone dressed as an elf and someone else dressed as Garfield and mm. someone else dressed as Bill Murray in Zombieland. Just mm. looking at this person with the Groucho Marx glasses, going. You're not fucking one of us. You're not really this trying. Is, this is bullshit. <laughs> in fact, that's just a journalist from Channel Nine. Ah, oh, let's kill them. Stab them through the heart. <laughs> thing? They don't have a heart. <laughs> That's right. I still don't have a thing yet. When they joined the network, it got I'm taken out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thing, Josh, if Throw I may. Yeah, yeah. We all have friends like this. We all have friends who are into things. It kind of is an extension of, of your thing, Hammer. Where is that a thing? Yeah, it's not a thing. It's just uh, an extension of his oh, thing. All right, I'm annexing his thing. 
people that get into stuff that yeah. then think that they're so good that they can make a life job out of it. Uh. I particularly want to bring up the rise of the photographer. F-A-U-X-tographer. Yeah. So this is the, the friend who maybe likes <laughs> taking pictures that then thinks, you know what, if I buy the $4,000 camera, mm. I could do weddings. I could take photos of your family for you. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, Now, yeah. there are very few people that actually have a good eye yeah. that can do a really good job, whether they're donkey or, you know, whoever. Oh, donkey. Making, making the shot and doing the, And that's cool, right? And, and you would say, uh, dare I, I hesitate to bring it up, Josh, given that you're a wedding what celebrant. You, am I? <sighs> Um, but you would see your fair share of these photographers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is photography a thing? How are we allowing it to be a thing? Because uh, people are cheap, you know. And it's not even... It's not bad to be cheap. You just prioritise things. You know, it's, it's funny. Like, because I'm, I'm an expensive celebrant compared to some. I'm, I'm expensive. Mm. And, and often when they hire me... Yeah, I feel, if you like it, you better put a ring on it. Mm. They, That's they, your motto. He's actually really cheap, but <laughs> I like to bring it up. Yeah. Um, so usually people that are hire me have usually they've spruced up on a few other things. Now we've got the the awesome photographer, and we've got a fancy venue, and we've got a you know. Um, but I, I've actually I've found some people value a celebrant more than they value a photographer, and, and I'm like I can just say I'm just saying random words I think are pretty cool, yep. and I try to be you know exciting and not not shit, you no know, being unshit is my thing. But uh, I see a lot of the uh, so how do we say photographers? Photographers, yeah, well, the same thing. So uh, I've seen a lot of great, a lot of Uncle Bob's. Uncle Bob's all over the place taking photos. I'm all for Uncle Bob doing it though. No, no, no. But Uncle Bob is uh, Uncle, Uncle Bob Bob's is the... official wedding photographer. Yeah, yeah, Uncle yeah. Bob's a bit of a fucking pain in the ass though. Yeah, probably with Uncle Copy Bob that. if he gets blind later on. <laughs> now, Mick, you makes a prick of himself. Yeah, he does that at every wedding. It's just Uncle Bob. But then let's go beyond that, where it's not Uncle Bob anymore, but instead it's um, a friend. That's not really close to us, but maybe someone in our wedding party knows this person. They're really good at photography. They've just bought an SLR. Yeah, digital SLR. Their first one. They're doing things. We want them to come and and that you know they're only charging us five hundred bucks, and they'll give us the original, you know, all of the the camera stuffs. Yep. So that we get our stuff, and they're shit. Man, you get what you pay for, you know. It's yeah, like- but weddings adds a zero to everything. Like you go and say, I, I want to go and speak to a, a a proper proper photographer that's doing a good job, and they might say, look, to do a photo of just you two guys, and we'll do some stuff. That might cost you twenty five hundred bucks. I own the negatives, but I'll sell you these pictures. And then you say, I'd like you for my wedding. All of a sudden, that's twenty five thousand dollars. It's it's ludicrous. When I celebrate non weddings, it's only seventy three bucks, but add a zero on for a real wedding. You've got... Uh, just ignore him. You've had to get your photo, Mick, for posters and those sorts of things. Yep. Do you use your friendly local photographer? Do you get a friend with an iPhone or do Uncle you Bob? pony up the cash? Um, in the past, I have used my cousin, who's a photographer. Mm-hmm. But he's uh, a, he is a photographer? Yeah, he lectures photography oh. at uni and has worked at the AIS. And he's so he's got some cred, of, right? Yeah, he's an actual photographer. Yeah, and then, but yeah, and I've also paid professionals for photos. He's got a little hat that says press. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? How about you pay real people to do real things for you? Oh. Never get an amateur hooker. No. <laughs> Make that mistake once, don't you, boy? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> brought something extra to the table. <laughs> it extends to other industries, not just photography, though. Yeah, for example, the, uh, there's the, the, the faux journalist, or uh, as many people call them, blogger. 
Don't start this argument. <laughs> wow. Don't go there. Oh, no, wow. I'm just, uh, yeah, many journalists would have the same complaints. Uh, yeah, I wrote, yeah, I wrote for something that gets printed onto paper. Yeah. Look, I, well, I'll, I'll, I'll take it like this. I guess because so many people think I've got an iPhone and someone's complimented me on my photography that I can then I could make some money out of it. I've got a I've got a lot of Instagram followers. I think it's yep. time I Yeah, yeah. turn this hobby professional. I, I, Maybe I, you should Mick. That sounds great. Yeah. You could be oh, the was world's that an first example? I said that very confidently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the world's first wow. wedding Instagrammer. Yes. Oh, whole new, whole new see. That's a good idea. That's copyright me. Yeah, yeah. You can have that. Yeah. That's good. Come on, bitches. That is good. I have a friend who I, I've. You're been gonna be able to get a gold suit out of that. I hope so. That's a that's a lot of gold material though. Fuck. Uh, yeah, just make it like thin, so it's you know summer wear. Yeah, and it's shrinking. Someone wants to wear gold suits. It. <laughs> it's, it's just—it's a mankini. You look like a—you look like a shiny Don Johnson <laughs> <laughs> with the sleeves pushed up and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got pastel to do that. gold. It's a, it's oh, a new color I've invented. Pastel gold. Yeah, that's that's going to be—that's my stripper name. <laughs> pastel gold. <laughs> Ladies, he's single. <laughs> I have a friend who I'm in a band with. A band with too much it. And he... Uh, Hang on, is a band that you're with called Bandwidth? <laughs> it <laughs> should be now. That's what that sounded like. He is... Uh, I, look, he's a good photographer in a, in a casual sense. Yeah. I like some of the stuff that he's done and I like... Like he only takes shots in t-shirts and shorts. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's now started being a, I guess, semi-professional pro- professional uh, photographer. He's got a yeah. Facebook page. He's got a Facebook page yep. and he's doing weddings. And he, it, we're trying to arrange a, a rehearsal and he said, I can't do that day. It's the day after a wedding and I'll be needing to, to get the photos prepped to get them back to the bride and groom. And I went, they're, they're paying you to take these photos. Have they seen your work? Is that how you got them in? Or have they just have gone to you cold? Like, he's a good guy, takes good shots. I wouldn't have thought that... Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't have thought that... Mind you, I haven't seen his work in ages, but I wouldn't have thought that people would pay for it. And then you've got the, the politics of dealing with the situation, right? Yeah, people who've yeah. been photographers, professional photographers, know some of the sensitivities. They know how to deal with, uh, in a wedding context, deal with the celebrant or the, the minister, where I can take shots, where I... And, and, and look, I, at this point, I need to have this shot and I need to everyone not be taking flash photos because it fucks up my shot. And if you want a nice shot of you guys as you kiss... They can all fuck right off. Here's the thing with 2013. I think we can all relate this to whatever field we want to be in. Comedy, whatever. TV, look at TV. There's, there's, uh, there's, there's um, kids these days having to go on YouTube. You know, there's, um, there's, there's um, comedians that want to, be, well, want to be comedians saying funny things on Twitter. I may have done that once or twice in an attempt to try to be funny. But, you know, everyone's trying to have a go. Everyone's like, yeah, you writing TV stuff. Everyone's trying to have a go. How do you have a go? How do you have a go? That sounds like a Kim Wilde song. Mm. I think <laughs> that sounds Sometimes like, you shouldn't. That, that sounds like it should be her comeback single that everyone goes, holy shit, have you heard the new Kim Wilde song? It's like, oh, what is it, like some kind of remix? Nah, man, mm. she has pulled out a fucking winner. <laughs> and then you play it for them and the, your friend just looks and you goes, holy shit, that was amazing. Yes. I know. <laughs> How good would it be? And the new album would be called uh, Wild About Kim Wilde. <laughs> surely wild about wild Surely she's already done a wild about Wild on wild How could she have missed that Wild about wild on the third track We have Wilbur Wild playing sax 
And then Richard uh, Wilde um, comes in, because yeah, that was Richard Wilkins' former name, wasn't it? Richard oh, yeah, Wilde. well, I'm playing the... Track, track five is a cover of Wild thing. He's backing mm. vocals. Yeah. Yeah, and there's of course the, uh, the there's the remix, second CD remix. says what Wild Twenty One or you know, whatever the remember the Wild compliment. The Wild Stallions yeah. are the backing band. Yeah, well, thanks very much. Yeah, yeah fuck man. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm Kim Wild just having a go. Yeah, <laughs> having a go. Yeah, that's one of the bo- that's one of the bonus songs. <laughs> I would love to see Kim Wild come back. She was uh, I, I look back at eighties film clips and I love them so much because uh, there's. A complete lack of irony, <laughs> and you watch them, and they're <laughs> yes. fucking great. So and earnest, did, and then they—it was around that time that everyone said, "Oh, we can tell stories," and so they start these clips that have these three or four minute long stories yeah. that make no sense. Yeah, yeah. And then it just gets to the clip, the way you make me feel, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> thriller. The whole precursor to thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that. that was oh, I become a werewolf. Yeah. And then he's a zombie in the film clip. Yeah. That makes no sense. Makes no sense. What's, what's he... Make up your mind. What are you, Mike? And then he's a demon at the end. John Landis. Jesus Christ. How did we not know that Michael Jackson wasn't a good person? It was all in that documentary thriller. <laughs> <laughs> People need to not do shit is what I'm saying. People need to try, but not put yourselves out there as a professional um, when you're kind of not even semi. No, but you've got to put yourself It's like an erection. There. Justin, when did you become... A qualified card carrying, listed like was was there? You know, was did you graduate? Was there a there was there a moment where you you, know, you you got your comedian card and I'm assuming a hat and, and a bib or something like that? A bib? No, yeah, you get like with a number. I haven't gotten know? anything, and now I have a horrible feeling that I have been fooling myself for the last twenty years. <laughs> I've been living. Maybe a things lie. have actually been going really badly, but I'm being so optimistic that <laughs> I haven't noticed. <laughs> just walking around hammer time. And everyone's looking at what's up with that cunt? Oh fuck just put him on. Just put him on. It'll just be easier to put him on than not have him on. G'day guys. Isn't the day looking cheery, my friends? It's a good day for the race. What race? A human race. Ha ha Oh fuck I hate this guy. Oh, hey, do you know do you know Hammo's comedian authority number? Oh, oh no he hasn't got one. No, <laughs> We're not passing it on. I've so just been confident though. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I just blew the roof off with that gig. Wow. I like Jeez, look I outside, that, everyone's left. <laughs> no one was there. We've been a foamedian. Yeah. Oh. oh gosh. This sounds so this could be a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> this, this will could, haunt you. This could be this could be like a, a funny horror movie. <laughs> like the David Lynch kind of yeah. horror movie where you're just going, oh my God, everyone hated him. How optimistic <laughs> is he? <laughs> How optimistic is he? So any any Adam Sandler film? Yeah, it would, no, it'd be more like the Truman Show where he suddenly oh, yes. starts to see a crack in the veneer where someone yeah. kind of gives him a bad look and he's can't even work out what that was. Yeah. <laughs> I think that guy over there, I think he just had a stroke. Just had a stroke. What happened? He looked like that at me. Oh, no. He, maybe you said something. What, what do you mean? It's not possible. Well, I don't even understand what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, it's a nightmare. Oh, we should make it. <sighs> don't you love the moment when you, when you realise you've just become a millionaire? <laughs> That's, right. That's this moment, boys. Right, yeah. We this are going to make some sweet coin out of this. So far, Hamo and well, I are ready to retire. What are you two lazy bastards doing? Yeah, is that a thing? What? Retiring. <laughs> God, I hope so. God, I hope oh. so. Not in the current climate. Oh. Eventually. No. Once Lord Abbott rules us all with an iron fist and there's no such thing as superannuation or any kind of climate. 
Yeah. Once the Illuminati take over, you'll get to enjoy retirement for six weeks and then it's voluntary euthanasia time. Voluntary euthanasia? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and for a lot of people, I don't see that as a bad thing. Not really. 43 would probably be about the right age. I don't. Uh, I don't turn forty in a month. Yeah, don't. hang on a sec. I'm, I'm forty-one. Right, let's let's, <laughs> let's let's make at least forty-five. Let's push it out a bit. There's stuff 45. I got to get done. Forty-five. 40, I'm actually yeah. in a really awkward position because months, maybe a year ago, and we, we've brought it up many times since. I told my boss. I said, I said the second same-sex marriage is in, is in. I said, I'm I'm fucking. I'm out of here. I'm quitting my day job. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm set. It'll be. Um, you know, business will triple. It'll be great. I'll be a celebrant. It'll be. You know, I'm, I said I'll just quit. The second it passes. So as as you, you know, like a pass in the ACT recently, and it's it's, it's under contention, mm. um, now from the High Court and whatnot. But I, I'm now a same-sex marriage celebrant. I haven't quit yet, and uh, he hasn't brought it up. I haven't brought it up. We both know about it though. It's a, it's just kind of it's an awkward wild, conversation like, where you're passing the corridor and look at each other and don't really say anything. <laughs> you're overthinking it, Josh. The the this hang on. Co- what are you worried about? <laughs> Like, 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 are you worried that he thinks that you're a liar, that you didn't quit, or maybe you're not going as well? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I like to be a man of my word. If I say I'm going to quit, I, I feel like I should have quit. But then I'm thinking, well, it's not national. It's not a national same-sex marriage. Yeah, oh, so it's got not... loopholes in that quitting situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Man of your word, like yeah. fucking hell. Be You've easy on yourself and break your word I'm because not you shouldn't gay. quit. I'm not... What do you mean? Quit what? Because they pass it in Canberra. Wake up to yourself, Dad. There are still gay people in this country who can't get married. Yes. Yeah. And until they can marry their dog, I'm not quitting. Mm. You should do it in the underground, just underground marriages yes. for the gays. Yes. Yeah. You should like be like Rosa Parks. And yeah. You just go like fuck it. I'm marrying you, fuckers. Down, anyway. down in the caverns, like a Neil Gaiman story. I know a place where we can get married. Don't say it's true. Yes, it is true. Come with me. Where are we going? We're going down, down into the ground. You're not just using this as an excuse to get me to give you another blowjob, are you? Serious. <laughs> <laughs> don't ruin, don't ruin the musical. This was going to be a musical. D- down in the ground where all of the other free thinkers exist in Queensland because that can't happen in public. Yeah, in yeah, the light yeah. Of day. We'll get Elton John to write some fucking sweet tunes. Yeah, I'll say I'll say Johnsy, can you fucking <laughs> go? Don't don't do the fucking Disney shit. Mm. Go back to your early stuff and fucking crank out some old Elton. You fucking yeah, Rocket Man, this shit up. Rocket Man, this shit up. Pop musical. Yeah, I want you to stuff a Benny in the Jets in the chorus. Yes. Now let's fucking play. I'm still standing. <laughs> That was close, guys. We just got down to 82 megs of hard drive space. We were, we were running. We were running the wire just then. Oh, my Free to Lord. back up. We're back recording now. We didn't lose anything, hopefully. <laughs> wow. Well, the, the computer stuttered a bit. I thought maybe if it did stutter, maybe if the recording went shit, it would be worth noting that to everyone listening. That's why it went weird. They won't care. We'll just come back and do it again. I think we can replicate what we've already everything. done. Yeah, everything. Yeah, like, look, we haven't done anything special. This is this is fucking off-the-shelf podcast shit, you know? Did you ever see the movie, I think it's Children of the Corn? Yes. Which is has this premise, you were just talking about people dying at 43. Um, uh, you've seen the Hammer, yes? Yeah, that was in it. If, it freaked me out. Yeah, I saw it one New Year's Eve as like a fourteen-year-old kid. Right. So yeah. we're over. Mum and Dad have, have gone to someone's place. We're hanging out for New Year's Eve. Blah blah blah. The kids were sent downstairs with a stack of DVDs, and at like ten o'clock, someone put on Children of the Corn. It freaked me out. Right. Just I. It, it's almost as bad as the Christian film that my parents dragged me along to see when I was living in Dolby in the 80s that was about this post-apocalyptic world. You were living world. in stereo. 
Oh, not the not the not the the end of the world. The I don't know what it was called. I can't remember. I was too young. Fire, fire, I don't know. But the whole premise was that Christians were being locked up and persecuted because of this whatever life it was. And and the the jarring image that stuck with me was there was a kid in jail that had a balloon, and there was someone else in the cell next to her um, that didn't quite believe in Jesus. But they had a conversation where that person became to believe in Jesus and cut to outside where the guillotine has gone down and you look outside and see the balloon float up into the air and you hear the mum scream like she's seen the balloon. And then the next shot after a beat is the, the, the girl, the kid saying, it's all right, mummy, I'm okay. He's gone to be with Jesus. The, the, the bad guys killed this dude that she was talking to. She gave him the balloon right. as a part of him becoming a believer in Jesus. And right. mum thought that they'd killed her daughter right. with right. the guillotine because that's how everyone was all beheading yeah. stuff. It, that freaked me out. Yeah. Where, where have we gone? <laughs> just freaking me out, films. Children of the corn, right? Right. Well, it okay. just reminded me with the 43... Because Children of Corn, everyone, once you're over 18, you had to leave the the group and you walked into the corn and were never seen again. Right. And the, the whatever it was out in the corn took you. Mm. We need to wrap up um, Mulk's thing. Mick. Photography. Well, well, just just faux, faux professionalism. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. but Not uh, in any way related to blogging. <laughs> in all other categories except for <laughs> blogging. <laughs> Is is it a thing, Mick? Do, do you do you get anointed? Does does an anointing come upon people? You can now be a professional in this field. Field. Um, there's no, I don't think there's an official anointing, but then so you just start to get paid, and then yeah. eventually you get paid enough, and you go. Actually, I think I'm a. Prof- I'm probably. So it's a, a transitionary thing. That's yeah. the only way that I know that anything I've ever done on radio has been okay just the fact that the pay, pay packet turns up I've never been confident in, a, in an audible product I've created a radio or, or ad or voiceover or podcast so I listen to our podcast and I think that I, I've got nothing to offer I really you know, and I'm, I'm sure glad you bring it up Josh because there's been some people <laughs> that have provided some feedback <laughs> no it's funny I, I, I got asked to do a, a voiceover for an ad um, Seasons Living here in Brisbane they're a retirement home and, oh. and they, they requested my voice apparently and I thought, why, why the fuck? Like, no one's ever requested my voice. Like, sometimes I've been convenient. You know, it's like, oh, Josh is here. Josh can do it. Yeah, Josh can do it, and it's okay, but no. And, and I really, because I did the recording, and I'm, I'm saying, like, I haven't got a good voice. So, you know, that's the only way I've ever known that if something I've done has been above average is that someone wants to pay money for it because cause they're not paying someone else to do, to do that. They're paying me, and so I guess it's, you know, I mean, yeah. Maybe I am a radio professional. Apparently, I don't know. Getting paid. Yeah, getting paid. It's got a lot to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely moves you out of the faux yeah. category and into yeah. the professional category. Yeah. It's not faux when you've got some sweet flow. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> she, yeah. How much yeah. do you reckon your mates charge them? Yeah. Sorry? How much do you reckon your mates charge them? Oh, I honestly don't know, but my, my guess is, and knowing him, he... he He's probably backing himself pretty highly. Yeah, yeah. I would reckon there's yeah, a fifteen hundred probably. Well, see, even fifteen hundred is cheap. That's Why not? Secret, like if you if you price yourself too low, p- people know you're foe. Yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, but then if you at the same time, if they know that this is not your full time job, and you charge them twenty five thousand dollars, you've got no hope. So there is trying to find that middle ground of, of being yeah. where's like comedian says, yeah, I've got five minutes, pay me 300 bucks. That's not going to happen. Mm. But I'm, I'm a comedian. 
give me dinner and I've got five minutes. I, right. You've got a chance. Yeah. Dinner's I wouldn't mind price for five minutes. I wouldn't mind dinner. Mm. I'd be up for that. <laughs> I'd turn out five minutes without even thinking. <laughs> Take it. I, I would ad lib five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be so confident about that. Five minutes of crowd work. And then yeah, if, yeah. And then yes. if at the end I had a, a chicken schnitzel with mushroom sauce and uh, the right amount of chips mm. and a little bit of salad, cucumber, tomato, a bit of lettuce, a little maybe a little bit of carrot. That's a win. Five minutes. Five minutes. Happy days. Yep. They'd say, "Can you do it now?" And say, "Sure, it's right yeah, now." I, yeah, I was, I was ready to go. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> I knew I was getting a tasty dinner. It's a good scam. Yeah. Welcome to life. Five minutes of mirth for whoever it is. Like, maybe I get married. That's how I uh, keep my life happy. Oh, I don't really feel like cooking tonight. Oh, is there anything I can do? Come on, Hammer. You know what you can do. <laughs> All right, here's five minutes. <laughs> Woo! Have Mate, life. I'm cooking dinner. I like to pretend that that's how comedians, male comedians, or even female comedians uh, that are married, mm. that's how they get sex. They bank it up. They, you know, they give you know, a good couple of minutes to three minutes during the day, building it up, yeah. building it up into the well, not the, like into the fuck bank, I guess. Yeah, uh, some some mirth laced with uh, a slight undercurrent of yeah. evil, sexy time. No, 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 evil. Oh, just but evil. A bit of assholery. Oh, and, nice. Uh, uh, that just kind of makes them laugh, but makes them a little bit underconfident yeah. at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Let me take advantage of that. Nothing. Sorry, I've been reading uh, that book. <laughs> I always Your remember diary. something. Uh, yeah. I always, always remember something Will said ages ago. He goes, um, like, never, never fuck someone at your concert or at your uh, gig. Sorry. Because um, they've seen you at your best. What was it? Uh, I think it was Will said. I don't know. Like, n- never do someone that was at, that was at your gig because they've seen you at your best. Like it's all you're going to go home and just be normal. Yeah. You know? So yeah, you're, I'd say you were talking about out. Arj Barker, but I think he doesn't subscribe to that theory. <laughs> I don't think he does. Either. He actually lives up to it. <laughs> he lives up to it. This is my best, and my best continues for. A That's right. Time. Later for one special, two yeah. special ladies. Yeah, you could all sit up there on stage. Wait till I get you home to bed. Hey hey. <laughs> Good thing, committee. Love it. Mick, did you want to drop anything before you end? Um, uh, look, jeez, I got... Uh, all right, here is... Is, is a, a, an extension of the Harry Potter series going to be a thing? Is J.K. Oh. Rowling going to go back and write more Harry Potters? Hell, she has to, right? The money's going to run out at some point. No, Everyone has their... <laughs> money is not going to run out any time. I'd have soon. a red hot go at making sure it did. She wants to let me near it. I'll help her try. Everyone oh, has yeah, their George Lucas moment. Like, you know what? I've, everything's been good enough. Then, Ah, uh, fuck. Let's sell it. Do some more Star Wars. You know, I think everyone has that moment where they want more. Like, you know, well, everybody wants another let's, ivory back let's, scratcher. Let's get the band back together. Where we're getting, yeah, you know, we're back on tour. You know, like uh, with that world, she could easily uh, do another story set in that world where those yeah. characters may or may not make cameos. And, yep. and I think that would be, yeah, uh, I, that would be, I would think, a smart move if well, she wanted to do that. Kind of like her own fan fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, is, isn't the word that the stuff that she is writing, she's been now commissioned to write, is she's making it a, a prequel, so early Hogwarts before Harry was a yeah, thing, even I possibly, about that, yeah. even possibly before the before the Potters. Mm. Yeah, yeah, before yeah, the rise of Pre- Tom Riddle. Tom Riddle. Yeah, which would be an interesting world because the, the the whole conversation in Potter world getting nerdy again is that magic coexists with life, mm. and it's only if you touch on or become involved in magic that you notice that it exists. Mm. So it's it's always been there. So why would it not have a life before? Yeah, there must have been some other threat in the the, the history of magic yeah, previous yeah, to, yeah. to Voldemort. Yeah. 
some great story to tell. Stories. It'll definitely be a thing. I yeah. reckon it'll be a good thing. That's the great like thing about creating well. a universe. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if you can create a universe, like you know, in your, you know, you, Star Wars has done it really well as well. Yep. You know, but you know, Harry well, Potter. Well, we say that now, and we know that seven, eight, nine are coming, and we're all holding our breath. Actually, is there, is everyone flying to London to be uh, to take the casting crawl? Cut. Sorry, cast and crawl. Carly probably would be a cast and crawl, actually. Aren't they filming half of it at Fox Studios again? I, I don't know. There, there, there was Star Wars. Yeah. No, it's all in the UK. Yeah, all there, of there's, it, a, there's a secret cast and crawl that just went out. Not like this, not doesn't say if it's Star Wars, but for, for a show, a movie. Yeah, you know, it's all. It's alluding to Star Wars. Yeah, well, they wanted lots of different race and gender and, and like every the mix of everything. Broad spectrum, not just white, middle class. Mm. Here's a question. Do you let your. Um, kid because my daughter's five mm. so do i let her watch star wars in order of original release or do oh, i let her watch original them? original release yeah, because yeah. you'll ruin the in narrative order you'll you'll ruin the uh empire strikes back moment yeah and you don't want to ruin oh, that yeah, yeah so because yeah, that's course. that's such an important part of yeah, yeah. the original trilogy pinnacle you do but if you see it from the start it'll be like no oh, yeah. yeah we knew that dude. so yeah do it the original yeah, release. Release it. I, I, I let my son because I've made sure he's a Star Wars fan. I beat it into him since he was. A, I don't care where he you? stands on church or like on yeah, politics. No, he's he's or... going to know all what's going on with that shit. Um, so we, he's we, a Rastafarian, but he loves Star Wars. Loves the Star Wars. Uh, he, we watched uh, episode four, five, six, and then back to one. Yep. Uh, and then recently, some friends, who, a, a, adult friend who had never seen Star Wars, we did one to six mm. with him. Um, and my son was in and out for that because he kind of went, I'm not watching you know, that many hours of movies end to end with your dad. He's Get off the couch, of you lazy bastard. Oh, no, no, he was in for some of it, yep. but just was easily distracted and values the fact that he's a healthy child um, as opposed to dad who was possibly dying of a heart attack. Um, just, I'm not moving. Uh, it, and it was an interesting concept because in watching it with my son, he was, he was there when I just said, this is a, a pretend, movies are pretend, this is just about a, a story that happened a long time ago with some really cool futuristic stuff in it. And we watched it and he bought it. And, and to see his face connect with the characters and, and it just made me go, that's exactly what I felt like when I saw it for the first time. Totally there. And the revelation, the, the Darth Vader revelation, he loved it. He was like, no! Yeah, right. Brilliant. And so much so um, that I got him a shirt um, that is a big, it's Darth Vader's mask. And in the uh, eyes are a reflection of Luke Skywalker hanging in the Ooh. Bestman Cloud thing. And it says at the top, spoiler alert, underneath, I am your father. It's just, he dunked, he digs it, he wears that shirt everywhere. <laughs> but it's just, it's a captivating. Yeah. Captivating story. I remember when 3 came out and um, uh, I'd said to my wife, you know, I, I didn't see it till the Sunday for, mm. I can't remember why, but I couldn't, I had to wait. Oh, no, I saw Thursday. it the day it came out. Jeez, yeah. I saw it the day the it came out. I bought or my ticket. No, no, no. Daytime, daytime. Yeah, yeah, the daytime. Yeah. So you weren't totally weird. Comedian hours. So I bought my tickets as soon. I bought my ticket as soon as it went on sale, and then I went and saw a mate who was a, a, a pot smoker and got a butt off him so that I could roll a joint and like smoke a joint before I go in to watch it, just to enhance the whole <laughs> the whole experience. And then uh, my wife rings me up that day and she says she was working at a cafe and she says, "Oh, my boss has made this." And I used to always go in and her boss would be like, "Oh, try this. I'm thinking about putting this on the menu and stuff like that." And, you know, yep. Mm. 
And she goes, oh, he's made some knocky. He wants you to come down and have dinner. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know that I'm going to, you know I'm going to see Star Wars at 7 o'clock. And she goes, yeah, but, uh, you know. And I'm like, no. And then she rang me back. She goes, oh, he'll just cook the dinner earlier. Can you come down? So then I'm sitting there having dinner. And all I'm going, I've got this joint burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> these, oh, the knocky's a bit late. You know, it's not ready. I'm like, fucking hell. I'm starting to and, like, and his cafe is just around the corner from the cinema. And I'm like, right, listen. This is happening. So at five to seven, if I've eaten one bite or no bites or whatever, I'm, I'm just gone. walking around to this cafe, to walking around to the cinema. <laughs> and then, um, so anyway, at five to seven, I've just walked out, lit the joint up at the front door of his shop, and just power walked around to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> you walked upstairs into the cinema, like grabbed a drink <laughs> and a chalk top. And as I'm walking in, the, the usher has just gone, mate, you've got the last seat. It's the very front row oh. in, the, in the middle. And so I've walked down and very front row. And I've just, just as I sat down, this joint went, took a, and then oh. a long time ago in a galaxy far oh. away. And I've just got, oh. <laughs> and then uh, there's this like 15-year-old kid next to me. I go, dude, what is this? <laughs> And this kid just like Don't hurt just me. goes, yeah, man. <laughs> I, 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 Star Wars fan, obviously, uh, order of films as far as your favourite to least favourite. Uh, maybe. Hang on, what, what's uh, from top to bottom? Whichever way you want to do it, uh, you can do I'll least do, to I'll favorite. do top, yep. top to bottom. So I'll go. Four, three. Uh, no, no, sorry. Uh, I'll go a new. I'll go Empire. Five. A New Hope. Four. Four. Um, Raiders. No, of the Lost Ark. Yeah. No, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Six. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad I think the rest of the movies are. I just start listing <laughs> Indiana Jones movies. Um, and then the third one. Yep. And then the first one. And then the second one. Mm. The second one was diabolical. Oh, it was yeah. so boring. What was the second one again? Like yeah, fucking exactly. Married. It's it's just really boring. In secret. Oh right, yes. It's it's basically um, a conversation about trade politics. Yeah. The entire second film. Who cared? I was stoned every time I watched them. The last oh, three. Devastating how boring it is. And like that's the worst thing anything can be. Oh. <laughs> Your <laughs> you know? order? Uh, Nick? Mine would be. Five, six, four, three. Ooh, controversial. One, two. You're pro Ewok. Yeah, I like Return of the Jedi more than A New Hope. Because there was this huge controversy. But it's very close. Yeah, yeah. Close. Well, the huge controversy when um, Return of the Jedi came out that the Ewoks were only in the story as a tie-in um, for uh, like merchandising stuff. Everyone's like, oh, George Lucas, what are you doing to our stories? Why are they cute, fun, cuddly things in there? It's just to get the kids. Yeah. No shit. Like, I don't... They, they were okay as a plot device, but I don't see an issue in that context given that the entire... That, that story, those stories weren't written to exist for, you know, the, the, the 42-year-old uh, white male that enjoys a thinking film. You know, these are fun enjoyable science fiction tales that are meant to engage on a number of levels with a bunch of people. Cute, cute, cute creatures have to be there somewhere. Like there's yeah. obviously a spectrum and you've got Jabba the Hutt and the Sarlacc at one end of the spectrum and yes. you've got the Ewoks at the other end of the spectrum. I didn't like it, even as a kid. 
I didn't like it. You're because not pro Ewok? No, because the Stormtroopers were, you know, cool and scary mm. until the third film. Yeah, a bit bumbling, weren't but they? But then they're suddenly a bit wee. Uh, <laughs> you know? It's like... It's, it's, yeah, that final battle was a bit... What are you doing? Get same, back from the ships. Yeah, like if that was Wookiees leaping down and cracking heads, you go, it's savagery versus military. Mm. Uh, but... Um, but there's also Han Solo as well. Like Han Solo is so cool in the first two films, mm-hmm. and in the third film he's a little bit like Baba Where, you know. And uh, it's just, you know, they should have killed off Han Solo. It would have been such it a good. Would like, have been huge. That would have been should have awesome. killed him off. Yeah, in the carbonite, you reckon? No, 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 no. In doing, the sun, doing like, something, something heroic. heroic to but save that would have the day. that would have been the that would have been the hero's perfect hero's journey for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for him to. You know, be the guy that doesn't care, who suddenly does care, and then, you know, puts his life on the line to make sure that everything occurs. It's perfect to save yeah. some Ewoks. Do you have a favourite order, Josh? Um, probably four, five, six, one, three, two, one, three. Yeah. yeah. I rate the third film pretty highly um, in that I put it above Return of the Jedi, just simply because it's the culmination of... It's, it's the end of that trilogy where it's the dark end, right? There's... Like, for the same reason that, that Empire Strikes Back is dark and the bad guys win, so, therefore, the third one's big, all of the Jedi get massacred, Yoda goes off to hide, Obi-Wan Kenobi goes off to live in the deserts of Tatooine, um, all, everything goes to shit for the good guys, and it has to go to shit, otherwise we don't get the next films. Just like everything has to go to shit in, in five for the good guys, otherwise nothing in Return of the Jedi could even start to be. That is the, an excellent mm. rounding out. I love the fact that they're talking about Boba Fett's coming back for seven. All oh, right. Can I have him punch his way out of the Sarlacc? Yeah, and oh, apparently... he ran up in the Sarlacc, didn't he? Yeah, because allegedly the, 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 the word from Lucas was that um, in one of the drafts of Return of the Jedi, you see him claw his way out again. Right. But the, what they're saying is that it's actually quite in the, the, the canon of Star Wars. It's entirely possible. He's in full armour. Mm, he's yeah. got all his weapons. Yeah. And it was a thousand years to be digested in the, the pit of the Sarlacc. Mm. Hell yeah, that guy could get out of that shit. He'd get out. No, I, I no feel like I've, I've actually got to reset my Star Wars. Like he a, could actually just sit I'm a in bit there. rusting. Didn't his rocket pack malfunction? It got knocked by yeah. Han, basically it misfired, which yeah. caused him to bang onto the thing and fall in yeah. the pit. Out he comes. He's only just got to get in there and fix that up and he could shoot straight out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just... It's the only time um, you'd ever be happy to have that term used, though. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? It's the only time you'd ever say, uh, and then I uh, then uh, just had to shoot out. right out and go, no, it was all right, actually. Yeah, <laughs> That's I was good. pleased. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Think Committee. Mock? I feel like I should have a relaxing cigarette or some form of smoking thing. <laughs> Just to come down off it. It's good. It's good. Well, I'm, I'm sure we can fix that with something. I'm sure we can. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a flaming Ewok. <laughs> oh, Stuff wow. a flaming Ewok into a pipe and smoke that little ah, fucker. Mm. Could, could you imagine an Ewok bong? Yeah, you'd be off your head and you'd be looking at people and seeing them as C-3PO and going, oh my God, mm. it's God. It would be the it's only God. way you would understand what the hell those damn things said. Chopping yeah, them yeah. up's the hard bit. Yub nub. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fluff everywhere. <laughs> Fluff everywhere. You have to shave them down first, right? I think we understand that. Yeah, yeah, I know, but you still get fluff. Mick, would you like anyone to follow you on Twitter? Like something on Facebook? Would you like... If you're Twitter enabled, you can follow me at Mick Nevin. Now, just to clarify, it's N-E-V-E-N. That's correct. It's Palindrome. Not the N. Oh, it is too. (laughs) lucky you. No. Wow. No, I fucking love Palindrome. Don't kill me backwards. How cool are Palindromes? 
It's not me. I, I, I madam, I'm Adam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm. Um, Adam McNevin. <laughs> yeah, Adam McNevin. Yeah. You on the book? Hey. Book, website. Yeah. Are you on the book, Facebook? Oh, Facebook, McNevin Comedian. Website, mcnevin.com.au. Which cool. is not operative at the moment, but whatever. Something. It's a place. It's a placeholder. They can yeah. bookmark it in their life. That's right. That's right. That's about it. Look out for me at a comedy club near you. Oh, good work. Hamo, what do you go? What, what's, what's pimping for you? What, what do you want to push? All right. Let's have a think. <laughs> what am I allowed to talk about now? Let's get an Indiegogo campaign going. Project right. Called the uh, the hunt for the Bundy Bum Bear. Yes. Oh yeah, that's an idea for a TV show we came up with, which is uh, you know the Bundy Bear advert, which yes. everyone sees and thinks is adorable, but what nobody realizes in Bundaberg, there's this big, old grey gay guy who bums you if you drink Bundy. And it's actually, you know how they refer to them as bears. Mm. And so it's actually something that's real that's got them all fucked up. <laughs> but the rest of the nation's turned it into this funny advert. They see the advert and they get flinches. And then wow. someone f- comes in from out of town and it's like, you should, have you ever had a Bundy before? No. If that's your first Bundy, you should not drink it. Why? Yeah. Well, the, the, the bumming Bundy bear it's will like, come and get you. And why does like, no one in town, in B- the town of Bundaberg, drink, drink yeah. Bundaberg yeah. rum? Yeah, so everyone's going like, what's... We can't talk about it's that. It's like the young guy's going, oh, whatever, mate. And he drinks it. And then you're talking, oh, well, I hope it's all right. Turn back. He's not there. And then you can see scratch marks along the floor. No, he's being right. taken. And the, he's been bummed. The <laughs> next morning, his ute with the seven lights across the top, they're all smashed. They're all smashed. Yeah, yeah. The, the what do you call it? The... The mud steer. Have been yeah, yeah. Off. yeah, the yeah. steer on the back windows. The aerials are all bent down sideways. Yeah. yeah. The Bundy Bumby. What were pitching TV show it is? I said one on the way here, actually. Obviously, Sherlock is something that's being belted out in every movie, TV. Like, everyone's having to go at Sherlock recently. Um, new idea for a Sherlock TV show, but it's not a full TV show. It's more of a short, maybe an ABC2 short. Maybe it's a YouTube clip. Um, and it's, it's called. A sketch. It, yeah, something like that. So it's, it's, it's called No Shit Sherlock. And so it's the full, like, it's the normal intro, you know, oh, we need your help, you yeah, we go and look. Sherlock turns up, yes, it was him, and it ends. Oh, right, so yeah, every episode only takes yeah, No shit, minutes. Sherlock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, would, I actually thought it was going to be that they go ask for Sherlock for help and he doesn't give a shit. What about, I thought it was going to be a constipated Sherlock. <laughs> Yeah. Kind <laughs> of crossover of House and Sherlock? No shit, no shit Sherlock. Yeah. He's, He's like, a tortured soul. Have this brand, Sherlock. No, thanks. I'm busy solving mysteries. Yeah. yeah. That's his superpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he shits, he can't work things out. He yeah. loses all deductive power. <laughs> And so then he's going up against this master criminal who yeah. has a pack of laxatives yeah. <laughs> and, and gets it in. You know, <laughs> you think you have me now, Sherlock, but already you can feel your bowels twitching, can't you? You've come up against one genius that Moriarty's you aren't a match to for. Moriarty's trying to get him to drink prune juice. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 guy's lair, the guy's lair has a really, really low bass note just yeah. permanently playing that just shakes your Moriarty works for Metamucil <laughs> <laughs> that's his front she's yeah that's the, his front the, and Watson yeah. Watson keeps on accidentally taking the laxative trap so. yeah yeah <laughs> so Watson's just Watson's constantly just shitting sh- shit. oh sorry Sherlock I've got to go oh. Moriarty oh. oh shit Sherlock oh. oh Watson so what are you doing Hammer? Well, I'm going to be working on this. <laughs> this a, these are some great ideas. You heard it here first. 
Uh, I have uh, a pilot coming up on the uh, Comedy Channel on the uh, 6th of December. Excellent. Uh, that's called Stand Up, Sit Down. It's me interviewing two comedians. And uh, I aim low with the pilot. I mm. thought if you aim low, then it gives you plenty of room to, you know, get to bigger and better stars on. So we're opening with Will Anderson and Rogue. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> who? <laughs> oh, look, uh, one's an up and coming TV host, really talented young kids, yeah. Yeah. really yeah. making a go of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Will Anderson will be the next Charlie Pickering. Yep, excellent. Uh, so Watch he's, this he's space. up and coming. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so we uh, so we have that coming up. And what else? Uh, I've been blogging about every gig that I do mm, this year. Excellent. You can read reading. that justinhamilton.com.au if you want to see. How weird a year can be, I guess. It can be kind of weird. It's all over the place. Uh, I have the podcast. Can you take this photo, please? Uh, where I interview uh, comedians, etc. Blah, blah, blah. If you're in Sydney, I'm performing a solo show on the 29th of November at the Comedy Store. You can get tickets through that. And if you're in Melbourne, The Shelf is back from the 18th of November. You can get tickets for that at thetoffintown.com. I can highly recommend Can You Take This Photo, Please. It's always an excellent... Oh, thank you. Uh, ...an engaging conversation with comedians that... It has the simplest premise, mm. but where that conversation hour ends up mm. can be it would naturally vastly different for each person, but yeah. quite often takes turns that are unexpected. Yeah, learning yeah. about them and their career and what they've done or who they are, and yeah. it's amazing. I feel like I learn new stuff every episode. Mm. I'm interviewing uh, Rod Quantock when I get back. Excellent. So I'm pretty pumped about Australia, that. Australia, you are standing in it. He's coming into uh, coming up to his 45th year Shit. as a performer. He's doing a show uh, in a couple of weeks, which is pretty cool. Is it still? Sorry, going? I got all Mark Marin at the end. Then that's all right. Mm. Worst things can happen. And how are your cats? Quite ironically, oh, have any. quite ironically, I just had to delete Sherlock from my hard drive to get enough space to finish recording this. But we could, yeah, we can go for another three hours now, which is good. Because so, Sherlock's going. Yeah, yeah. So sorry for wrapping up so early. No, seriously. Thank you for joining us, boys. No worries. Thank you. Thanks yeah, for having me. Awesome. Thank you, gentlemen. Josh, where can people find you on the internet? Um, just follow me on uh, at Joshua Withers. But yeah, you probably heard that before. This is also yeah. Uh, heck, in case no one knows, I'm a celebrant. So yeah, marriedbyjosh.com. I highly recommend that. And you're married to a lady <laughs> called Brit. Mm, yeah, just keeping those things rolling through the podcast. Yeah. Who's having an affair with another woman? Yeah, Beyonce concert. Is Believes in the the Brit Illuminati. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if she was in the Illuminati. And this is her way of disguising that. You know, oh. conspiracy. Oh, that's smart. I'm fucking onto her. I'm at Mox TV Talk on Twitter. You can read me at MoxTVTalk.com. You can also get my podcasts. Uh, other than the Think Committee, which is always a joy, not only Josh to record but to be a part of. Oh, that's lovely. See you soon. You have just heard An Unpopular Podcast. Find more Unpopular Podcasts at unpopular.com.au.